Hello and welcome to Saving Lives in Slow Motion. Today, I'd like to talk about trauma. Now, it might sound like a bit of a serious topic, and I'm talking about emotional trauma, not the kind of trauma that you get, um, which means that you need a trauma surgeon. Uh, so it's uh, one that's interested me for a while because as I've grown as a practitioner and as a person over the years, I've realised the role of trauma and how important it is to not only acknowledge it but identify it and then lay it out and try and do something about it and I think the word trauma makes it sound as though it's something that happens to us you know oh it was very traumatic for me or I suffered trauma but trauma is actually an emotional response it's how we respond or react to something happening to us. So the trauma doesn't sort of happen to us. It's almost a response to something that befalls us in our life. And that thing, whatever it is, is distressing. Now, I think when it comes to something that can be quite woolly, like trauma, because it's not um, very structured, it's good to try to give it a little bit of structure so that we can get our heads around it. So by and large, there are three categories of trauma. There's acute, chronic, and complex. I think they kind of make sense. So acute is from a single event, and I remember one from about 2006 or seven, where I was filming a programme called Street Doctor on BBC One, and myself and John T., one of the other doctors, heard this screech of tyres, looked around, and this big 4x4 um, hit this poor old lady who flew across the road and landed on her side and had obviously broken her hip and we ran over to help but I remember for a, a, quite a few weeks afterwards every time I heard screeching tires it would make me flinch so that's kind of single episode trauma because it was eliciting a particular response from me but if that continued to happen or there's some sort of experience that's distressing that is happening again and again that becomes chronic and examples would include things like abuse or bullying or violence. And then complex trauma is is really where someone is so traumatised on so many levels in different ways or has had so much chronic trauma that their emotional responses are massively affected. And I first remember experiencing this when I went on to a psychiatry ward as a student and interviewed a lady who was sat on a, a her sort of window sill looking out of this window that was wasn't open um smoking a cigarette um because back in those days you could smoke indoors and anyway it was different times in the 90s and i went in there with another medical student and um she wouldn't make eye contact with us she could tell that we'd entered the room and we were very polite and said oh hello um my name's Ben and this is my colleague Ian. Um, your consultant, Dr. X, said that we could come and chat to you, that you'd be happy to speak to us. And she just didn't look at us. She carried on smoking her cigarette 
and said, my God, you're very fake, aren't you? To my colleague. And we, we were really taken aback. But when we, um, needless to say, we, we actually sort of spoke to her for about an hour in the end, but it was an odd, prickly conversation. And, you know, when you're not used to severe mental health problems, I both myself and Ben remember thinking, how did she end up like this? You know, how did she become this person who's emotionally broken, but clearly fiercely intelligent? And it, when we read her notes, um, which we always we always used to do afterwards, because you, you try and elicit what you can from taking someone's history, it was obvious she had suffered so much trauma in her life. She didn't really have a chance. I mean, from before birth, throughout her life, just one terrible, unfortunate incident after another. And in my in my work and the way I work and the way I like to look at um, a person's problems, many of you will know that I lay out their story using this thing called the health loop. Genetics, environment, stress, sleep, diet, exercise, exposure to sunlight and historic infections. And But one of the things that, you know, overrides all of that is trauma, which you could stick into the, the environment spoke of that loop of eight factors. But I match that with someone's past history. And often if I'm getting a lot of history of trauma, that is sometimes the reason someone is so ill. And it includes physical symptoms. And I want to spend a bit of time on that in this episode. Because I don't think a lot of people understand it. I don't think that I understood it myself as a young doctor. I was naive to it. When it when it really sort of hit me was when I used to work in my old practice in Tottenham. We used to look after quite a large, um, actually not large, small but significant population of people who were displaced, um, often as refugees. And what I noticed was within a year of arriving in London, they would become really ill. And I mean physically ill as well as mentally ill. They, they all had quite complex PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder, which again, I'll cover in this episode briefly. But let's go back to um, the beginning of someone's life. So there are, there are a lot of people out there who won't think of themselves as having suffered much, if any, trauma. And if you think of the origin of the word trauma, it's a Greek word, which means wound. But actually for us, everyday traumas start when we're very young, when you're told not to do something by your parent or you're a young child and you're stopped from eating too many sweets because they're bad for you or you're made to feel bad because you're told you're bad at something or not not good at something compared to your siblings or friends these are still examples of trauma they're albeit very mild in comparison to um, more serious things like abuse and behavioural experts and psychotherapists and other commentators in this area. One of my favourites, by the way, is Dr Gabor Mate. I've spoken about him on other episodes. And I think as a generalist like myself has just managed to grab hold of that world and put it into context so beautifully. And and one of the things that um, this type of thinking or expertise acknowledges is that 
it's important to acknowledge or observe this trauma that we're experiencing rather than suppress it. Now, research shows that if you suppress emotions and you're constantly being positive, in inverted commas, which we're encouraged to, aren't we, in society, and a lot of self-help books will tell you to do that, when it comes to your own body's immune responses, that can actually have a negative effect. Sounds completely counterintuitive, doesn't it? But what happens physiologically to us is that when you have a lot of stress hormones bounding around, like cortisol that over a long period of time makes us ill. It starts to affect our immune responses, we develop autoimmunity, and certainly the argument that Dr. Marte makes is that whatever is going on, an element of acceptance and what he calls negative thinking actually provides better outcomes. Let's just think about that for a minute. It sounds completely counterintuitive but at the same time makes complete sense. And I guess a way to look at this is if you have a symptom, physical or mental, that is a communication from your body that something's wrong. So, you know, whether your back muscles go into spasm or whether you start getting palpitations or headaches. Yes, there's a way of dealing with those things medically acutely because we want to get on with our lives but what is it telling us and often it means that there's something going on in the background often having its roots in some kind of trauma i'll give you a simple one for myself actually a few years ago um i went through a very intense period of stress and about 25 years ago i used to have quite marked hand eczema that took about a year to die down anyway Hadn't, haven't had it in many years and it completely flared up in conjunction with this stress and I knew what and who it was down to and of course you want it to go away but you have to kind of accept that it's there and why it's there and just acknowledge it so that you can make adjustments and one of the things I, I found interesting is that repressed anger is often something that can cause illness and this is borne out in, in women with breast cancer, for example, in studies. But what I found equally interesting is that people who are givers, who are empaths, who are people who f please others and find it hard to say no, are also at higher risk of illness. And by that, I mean illnesses that start from within, from immune system dysfunction. Any of you who've read my book, The Health Fix, will know that there are case studies in there, and two of them, in fact, three of them, have a backstory of emotional trauma. And if you're someone who has fibromyalgia, or if you're someone who has chronic fatigue, or any one of a number of unresolving long-term physical conditions, it's worth just looking at whether you've had trauma to deal with in your life and the answer will almost certainly be yes and probably not insignificant trauma what do we do about it well at one end you have ptsd really difficult thing to live with and deal with and this is where an event or events um, trigger flashbacks and you literally can't get these traumatic memories out of your mind there's a combination of things that's needed for that trauma focused therapies medication has a role but also understanding from other people. It's something I find 
more and more lacking in modern society. That's a personal view. So I think in extremis you need professional help um, if you have complex trauma or post-traumatic stress disorder or chronic trauma. What about people who are at the other end, the lower level everyday traumas that I was describing earlier on in terms of, you know, what might be seen as positive intentions um, that are received slightly traumatically, like, oh, my parents used to always tell me off, that type of thing. Well, that, for me, means doing some inner work. And there are lots of experts out there, like Nicole LaPera, who writes books on doing that work of self-exploration, understanding your behaviours and how your behaviours now link to your childhood and traumas that you've experienced. And as I've gone through my career and my own life, I realise that this is so important. You kind of trundle through life, or sleepwalk through life is the phrase I sometimes like using without much thought. And and what I've seen happen is a lot of people just have a sort of meltdown. It's not it's not necessarily a midlife crisis, it can be, but um, they get to a moment in their life where they think, gosh, I feel really confused, empty, lacking focus. And for me, that's a signal that you need to stop and reflect and do some of that inner work. How to do that, as I say, there are books, there are courses like the Hoffman Process, And one of the premises of that inner work, which is really interesting to me and I've become slightly obsessed with, is uh, something called the inner child. And again, in psychotherapeutic circles, there's a common thread which says that most of us are stuck at the age of six in terms of our unmet needs. And if you have unmet needs at that age, they often act out as behaviours in your adult life. And it's similar for trauma. If you pick up trauma, you will respond in a certain way. Sometimes your body will be doing that, as we've just discussed earlier on in this episode. But other times, it will be you and your behaviours. I'm sure many of you have done this. You suddenly end up in an argument with someone, and you're not quite sure how it happened. But it will be because of some psychological trigger that relates to something that happened previously in your life. I think my final word on this uh, which I which I absolutely love and again testament to Gabor Mate I tend to I don't like um, content that's put out there where people are just spouting off other people's work it's like oh as so and so says you know x y and z um, and I know I've gone on about Gabor Mate but I think he's a very unique and special individual in fact he's coming to London to do an event for us for prescribing lifestyle medicine in March of 2024, which I'm really looking forward to. But he has this thing called the seven A's of healing in one of his books called When When the Body Says No, which is a brilliant read if you're into this kind of work and space. And the seven A's of healing are acceptance, awareness, anger, autonomy, attachment, assertion, and affirmation. Now, I'm not going to go into all of them because most of them make sense. I think self-awareness is so important um, and, and not just in a or how you come across to others, but actually being aware of your own emotions and observing them. Um, and 
boundaries is a big thing you know assertion this thing about sort of not saying no not being able to say no and and not hiding your true personality from others and this group tend to become ill because they're always thinking about others very common in healthcare professionals and I think if nothing else if you just hold those seven A's in your mind whether you need healing or not some would argue all of us do to some extent it's a great thing it's a great starting point and for me the biggest one is acceptance okay I don't want to go on and on because I know these episodes are meant to be bite-sized but I could just talk for for so long there was lots I didn't cover there that will be in the show notes like for example EMDR for PTSD no one really knows how it works but it seems to help significantly I hope that was useful um there are some also some links to places that you can look at for for doing that kind of inner work um as I say I think it's really important and probably underestimated and if if more people did that kind of work then the world would be a much more peaceful happier place I think do let me know what you think do please leave me a rating I'm delighted at the ratings I'm getting I'm still getting five stars which is just unbelievable um really means a lot to me so thank you for that and I'm trying to keep the topics interesting and engaging uh do let me know if you have any feedback on on this episode you can find me on socials on facebook linkedin instagram and x sometimes but in the meantime do look after yourself take care stay well bye for now